What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Group Chat Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by the father of your wills in the building. How you doing? I'm good, man. How's the kids? How's the family? How was New Year's? Hey, y'all breathing. New Year's was cool, man. New Year's, New Year's was good. We ain't, do, we ain't do nothing for New Year's. On New Year's Eve was my daughter's birthday, so we kind of went out on New Year's Eve and hung out a little bit. Uh, New Year's Day, we didn't we didn't do too much, I think. I think I might, might have woke up sick or some shit, I don't know. Y'all, st- y'all stay up past, y'all stay up to past midnight to ring in the new year? Uh, nah, I won't say intentionally, like we, because we were out all day with my daughter for our birthday, we came home and everybody took a nap, so it was like, I think we woke back up, we probably, we all took like a four hour nap, so I think we got home maybe around two, two o'clock and we slept from about 2.30 till about six something. So, like, you know, everybody, since we all had took a nice little nap or whatever, everybody was up anyway. I don't even think we went and go back to bed until about 2 a.m. Damn. So. That's how I knew I was old because we barely stayed up. Like, and it, it was definitely not intentional because my wife was sick New Year's Eve. And so she was kind of falling, like, she'd fall asleep for like 30 minutes, wake up. She was sick. Um, so she took probably like two or three naps throughout the day. And then finally... It was um I remember I looked at my phone, it was like random, it was like twelve, like twelve ten. And I was like, oh shit, it's New Year's. And then I took my ass to bed. But it wasn't like no shit of like intentionally trying to stay up. I was like, could we do shit? She was just sick all day. So like Yeah, see these last the last two years we haven't done anything. Uh SLA has been a little different now because of course, like with my daughter's birthday being on New Year's Eve. But usually my family we do like a uh party or whatever. Uh but yeah, we haven't we haven't done anything. Well, actually, no, they did the party last year. We didn't make it because of the same thing. We went out, we went out, we were out all day with my daughter on her birthday, taking her, you know, taking her out and stuff like that. Came home and took a nap, and I think by the time we woke up, it was like ten o'clock, you know, ten p.m. And we were like, yeah, we're not about to get dressed and go to a New Year's Eve party now. I mean, even though it's New Year's Eve, but it was like, yeah, we're not about to get dressed and leave the house. Nah, that's fair. That's see, so, you got. See, you in a position where, like, if you don't want to do something now, I understand 99% of the times people should just should just say no. But we, we humans, and we don't do that. And so it's like, you can use this, like, oh, let me check with a wife real quick. And it's like, well, I need all my say no, but let me let me tell you something so that it doesn't sound as bad. Oh, yeah, I'm saying no. When you got kids, like, yeah, you can, you can use the wife as an excuse. You can use the kids as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I, had some, I had some people wanting to come over, so I had my... Uh, my my dad and my grandma on that side of the family they wanted to come over today <laughs> so uh <laughs> so i was calling to cancel i was calling i was calling <laughs> yesterday to cancel because i'm like i don't really feel like dealing with this shit and the kids don't even see y'all enough to even you know they're not going there they listen they're not going to be nowhere near y'all anyway like they going to run the fuck away and go do what they normally do when they're at home which is go play with their shit they're not going to entertain y'all or nothing like that so i'm like and i don't really feel like you know i'm like uh i love that side of my family i'm not super close with that side of my family me and my dad ain't super close or no shit like that so i'm like I don't really, like the kids ain't gonna pay y'all no attention. I ain't really in the mood for no small talk shit. So I was calling, I was calling, I was calling my grandma to basically give her, give her like an excuse as to why I couldn't, why why they couldn't come. 
and then uh, I called and I was like, uh, oh, you know, um, did you get everything set up for tomorrow? So this was yesterday. And she was like, oh, we're going to have to cancel. So she 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 was actually canceling. So I was there to say, oh, man, I, I really was looking forward to this. Hey, <laughs> you get to use that shit back at him. <laughs> like, like, oh damn, for real? Like, oh, you really can't come over? Like, damn, like, man, I mean, the kids were excited and everything. Now then you get them when they twitch, that's like, oh well, if you were, let me see if I can move some shit out. Like, no, nah, no, nah, you good. Just keep your plans. And uh, yeah, so so that was, that was cool. That was yesterday. I was like, cool, because I was definitely calling to give them some bullshit excuse. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, like kids not feeling well. Sorry. Yeah, you know, ain't trying to spread no viruses, you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid, kids sick is always a good one. Or like when they don't want people like think when people like when they want to invite me to kids somewhere or like a day like today where it's just me home with the kids. Uh, they might try to get me to come somewhere, and I'll just be like, "Listen, I'm not getting both kids ready out the house and all of that shit. Like, that's crazy. I'm not doing that." <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's so, a fucking fact. Um. Yeah. So, where where do we where do, where do we start, man? There's two very like. For us, should, there's, there's did you introduce two. yourself? Did I introduce myself? Oh, I don't think I did. I'm I'm. <clears throat> excuse me. You host the most disrespected nigga since uh the how the refs feel about Zion. Zion slowly turned into a disrespect. I'm 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 on this all year, dog. The way the most disrespected nigga since Cat Williams. This. No, hey man, look, we we gonna talk about that, but someone gotta address the fact. Like, can't nobody tell me, and Cat Williams himself can't tell me he not on some kind of substance. This nigga was bugging out. I thought about that my my nigga my nigga Usman came out and said he he seen he seen Cat Williams back. Dope. <laughs> like, just, we, we could get we could get to that because I got I got a video. Let me see him logged into my Instagram. Pull, pull up your video, bro. But like, yeah, no, I'm the most I'm actually most respected nigga since JFK. But right now, I'm, I was trying to find a way to put Zion in there because these niggas won't call a foul for Zion if he get fucking tackled. And this is and I I just I'm just doing my 10 second sports rant. Then we ain't gonna talk about it again. But there's a difference, and niggas use the comparison of like, oh, well, Shaq didn't get calls. My nigga, Shaq is still in a different weight class even than Zion. Shaq at his peak was 7'1", 320 something. Like Zion <laughs> 6'7", 250. Like I get it, he's a big nigga, but it's it's a difference. Like don't be talking about oh well Shaq used to not get that call. Nigga, Shaq was <laughs> Shaq wasn't supposed to get that call. I mean, if he was, like different weight class, man. But anyway, that's 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 all I got on that. That's my 10 second sports rant. I ain't talking no more sports today. Um but uh uh we start with Cat Williams. We start with we want to start with we'll start with our boy Lenny. Now Cat got like Cat got twenty million views in two days. We got to start. There. Let's start. Let's start with Cat Williams because, I mean, Cat, Cat like we could start with Cat Williams because wrap up twenty twenty four is gonna be starring Cat Williams, and then we'll get to Uncle Murder and the wrap up after. But the twenty twenty four wrap up, Cat Williams, Cat Williams will be the start at a oh that's of, a fact. Of, of that, so uh, let let's start with Cat Williams, and then we'll get to Uncle Uncle Murder and his uh, three parts, three part wrap up. Let's get yeah, that was crazy. Um, <laughs> and I, I was like, that nigga put out part one, and I was tripping because I don't think in part one, I don't remember if it said part one or not. If I wasn't paying attention, I don't think bitch. I don't think so because I I remember I listened to it and I think I seen one thing that said part one, but then I don't know when I went back. I was like, damn, did that say part one? And I think when I went back. The part one was gone, and it just said, you know, it just the said, wrap up. 
Like, okay. Yeah. But that shit and was then, only six minutes. And I'm like, ain't no way this nigga only said had six minutes to talk about shit. And then when you, listen, like, when you listen to it and you realize, like, oh, he messed with some shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, this nigga went through, like, March. And then part yeah, two was just a Diddy diss track. He was trying to make it stream, stream and fr- stream friendly, I guess, with these uh, six minutes. Uh, um, uh, yeah, but, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, let, let's start with, let's start with uh, Cat in the Hat. Let. T- I want to phrase this because I'm going to say some shit that's probably going to sound crazy. So I want to make sure that this is understood first. Um, Cat Williams in his own right is a comedy legend. So there's things he is allowed to say and feel a way that he's in a space he can say because he has accomplished more than 99% of people in comedy, especially if you're talking about black comedians, right? So I don't want to... I think a lot of shit he said was crazy, but he has a right to say certain things because of what he's accomplished. Is that fair? Like, Kat, like Kat's a legend. Cat uh, okay. is a legend, number one and number two. Like, I mean, outside of a handful of things, I don't think he was up there lying. <laughs> so it's like... Well, he was lying about himself. I don't think he was lying about the shit he said about other niggas. When he started talking about the shit he does, I was like, okay, this nigga's on. This, this, this nigga's lying about something. See, I don't know. I don't know if he was lying about which. I guess we can get into what you think he was lying about. I don't know if he was lying about the shit that he does. I, I know another came forward and said he was lying about what he said he don't do. That that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, so let's get let's get into the. Uh, I guess what what do you think? What what would you say that he that you they keep capping about. Oh, this nigga talking about being like, so him talking about like, yo, I was three or four reading like full books. By the time I was five and six, I was reading like, you talking about five or six, I'm reading several books a week. I'm like really learned, like basically saying he was really teaching himself like that, like you couldn't just teach at school. And I'm like, and and Shannon, I don't want to shit on Shannon. Shannon's my guy. But Shannon not calling bullshit on that. This nigga said in two back-to-back sentences, I was reading full books at three to four years old. I was 5'5 five, five by the time I was like 11, 12 years old, and I was running a sub 4'3". <laughs> Even Shannon said for the sub 4'3 shit, he's like, man, you got Subway? Like, what, what you, you went to the store, like, bought one? Like, what do you mean you was And I'm like, and that's what I started. I was like, because he was on some shit. The first 20 minutes of the interview, he's going at. But but it's like, if you if you Shannon, it's like, all right, you can't, like, to Kat's point, is like, even even if Kat was bullshitting or embellishing on some shit, it's like, you can't let these other niggas come up here and say all this bullshit and not call them out and then wait till I get here to start wanting to call niggas out. That, well, so that's the part where. So, that, so it's like. I mean, that's why I cut Shannon some bail because, yeah, I would have because the shit he was and I didn't watch the Cedric the Entertainer interview. So, like, the one when said went up there to talk to Shannon, I, I just I didn't. didn't watch it. So, I wasn't sure exactly what was said. I went and saw some clips, like, people were posting old clips once cat shit dropped. And people um, posted, and they posted the jokes and all of that shit, like, you know, what cat did and then what was done after that and all of oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, the joke, he, the, the joke, I'm, I'm on cat side, the joke, I'm on cat side, but. Since I didn't know what I'm, like, like, I'm on cast out with, with, with most of it, except the fact that I'm saying that he ain't do dope. <laughs> he said ain't nobody ever came out and said they seen him doing dope, but my nigga came out and said he's saying Cat Williams buying and using dope. <laughs> the like his mannerisms, like my man looked at Shannon like a third of the interview, 
This nigga could not look straight for like more than like 10 seconds. He was like over <laughs> here, then he was looking over here, and then he looked at Shannon, then he was going, I'm like, he, he was performing. You got them tendons, you got tendons. Then this nigga would stand up and like try to like prove his point on some shit. And I'm like, nah, hey, Cat Williams is a. See, but, but one of the things I say, like, even even with all the shit he said, like, and niggas that came out and said whatever they said, like, in response, ain't nobody said he was lying yet. Every, like, niggas called him crazy, niggas saying, no, whatever, ain't nobody said, yeah, he a liar. <laughs> Michael Black, they said, Michael Blackson came out and said, yo, he wanted to top 10, top 10 comedians to get some shine. Niggas said, you're not even top 10 wilding out. Fuck you talking about your top 10 comedian. <laughs> I fuck with Michael Blackson, but it's like uh, yeah. I like, do too. I, but you in a different weight class. Like the niggas, like cats like, going at, like you, like Michael Blackson's just in a different weight class. You're not in the same class as like when he's talking about Steve Harvey. When he's talking about at least as far as like celebrity, like even if like it's a lot of people that may feel like Michael Blackson is funnier than a Steve Harvey or Cedric the Entertainer, but it's like you're not anywhere near as big of a name as those people. You're not. Yeah, you haven't done the, as much. You're not in the same realm as them. That's a fact. And I don't even think, like, I'm somebody who's like, I don't think Steve Harvey is, like, that funny in terms of stand-up. Like, I, I respect think, what he's I don't done. Think he, I don't think Steve Harvey is funny. Like, he's funny in, like, the Family Feud shit. Like, I, like I'm not saying he's not, like, funny at all, but it's like, I don't, he's not, like, comedy funny to me. Like, he ain't, like, somebody who I'd be like, oh, man, I gotta go see a Steve Harvey stand-up. But it's like, he, he is one of those people that can be, uh, like, sitcom funny. Like, you guess, you, you know, oh, yeah. you got some but that, that could be like sitcom funny and everybody ain't necessarily like stand up funny. So that's, and that's where I think at the basis of it, like I think that's Kat's issue. Cause Kat is like real funny. Like Kat is stand up comedy funny. And I'm somebody who's like- Stand up comedy funny, movie funny, TV funny. Like, you know, he's all of it and everybody, but that's the, everybody ain't all of it. Like Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac was all of it. Like you yeah. get a few people that is all of it. Someone like Eddie Murphy. Well, Martin Lawrence, like you get, you get, you get some people that are, that are all of the above. And then you get some people that may be like, it's some com comedians who is like, they can't, they stand up, maybe ass like a Cedric the Entertainer, but Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer was, he, he, there was movies that he was in that he was funny. There's TV shows that he was in where he was funny and things like that. We found out he ain't he can't he can't sing he can't dance he ain't funny. Hey, right, so it's like all right, the, the, but it's like yeah, if the the shit the shit where niggas may have thought he was funny is like all right, did he write that or did he just act it type of shit? But that's that's a fact. I don't know. Um, I mean, it and it's too and it's true too with like, I guess before the even like jokes aside, the the little bit of seriousness of it, and this is where I say like, cat's got a valid point. I'm somebody who's like. Again, like Steve Harvey and Kevin Hart are kind of in the same boat for me. I don't find either of their stand-ups that funny. They have, they are, they're like naturally funny people. Like you can tell like when they're in a role or when they're on TV, like they've got, like they're naturally funny. They got some charisma and shit like that. But they're not the kind of funny that Cat Williams is, but they're, he probably feels damn near slighted. It's like, these guys aren't as good as what I do. And they're in a better spot financially than I'm at, right? It's almost like, like the niggas in hip hop who are like, "Oh, I, I write." But it's like when Wale gets in like his real angry moods, and Wale <laughs> is like, "I'm better than 99.9 percent .9 of you guys." Like, why are you guys in a position I'm not? When I know, and the world damn near knows, like I am better at the actual craft than you. 
But then, and then I also think too, even like when you talk about Kevin Hart, because I know I said a lot of shit where people was like, oh, now, now everybody want to act like Kevin Hart ain't funny and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think Kevin Hart is funny. I don't think Kevin Hart is stand up funny. Now, agree. Uh, I won't well, say fine. that. But like, Kevin Hart's but, agree, great. But, even, but even aside from that, though, like, a lot of people was like, oh, don't act like you wasn't saying this or saying that or whatever, quoting different stuff from the stand ups. But it's like, that shit came out when I was a kid. So, like, I remember being a kid. I remember being younger, however old I was when I remember I went to go see one of me and, me and some of the homies went to go see one of the stand-ups in the movie theater. Like, you know, it was in, it was in theaters. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, maybe after high school. So I was probably, like, 19, 20 or some shit. And I remember laughing and thinking that shit was funny. But I remember, like, all the older people was like, nah, that shit ain't funny. And it's like, and I know some of the shit that I thought was funny then ain't funny now. Like, you know, I might look bad. back at Oh man, that shit was ass. But you know, when you're young, it's goofy shit. You like goofy shit. Kevin Hart is more goofy than he is like funny. You think Kevin Hart a plant? Mm, I, I mean, but I, I don't even know what they mean when they say that. They're like a plant to do what? Like, what does a plant do? Like, I, I get what they're trying to say, but like, what would he be doing as a plant? Like. I think for Kat's point is like it's so Kevin Kevin has I, I heard what he said about about Soul Plane and all of this shit. Like, you know, he came in and had a movie that he was starring in and all that. Cause I was like, shit, I think that that was pretty early for uh for Kevin Hart. But I mean, I, I guess what would his role be as a plant? What is a plant's role? To bring in or change if I if I'm understanding now this ain't Kat's exact words, but if you not just with this interview, but some of the other shit like Cat, because Cat Williams and Kevin Hart just don't like each other. So some of this shit just comes with like these niggas don't fuck with each other. But mm-hmm. uh, not just the interview, but other comments he's made is like it's not. No, just, they've, been, they, they've been they've been like not they they haven't liked each other for years. For yeah. yeah. So it's like, but I think Cat's issue is it's like okay, if Kevin is like, and at one point in time he was probably like, I'd say for us like probably like right out of high school. Um, like the year I went to college, Kevin was probably at like the top of his star power as a comedian, like several movies, stand-up specials on Netflix. Like he was, and because also since Dave was gone, who in my opinion, Dave's always number one, but Dave's not always active, obviously. Like Kevin Hart had the number one comedian spot in the world for about a two to three year stretch. And so for Cat's issue is it's like, hey, as a plant or as a comedy plant, he's trying to rebrand what is funny. If you putting out Kevin Hart's like the quote unquote funniest comedian or biggest comedian, then you're saying what he does is the funny shit. And if it's far different than what Kat's trying to propose is funny, that's what makes it plantish. And the people that um, Kevin's been bringing up. And because Cat Wilms also has an issue like there's go like Tiffany Haddish right now is like one of the big ones where, you know, super don't fuck with her. And she's one of Kevin's got one of Kevin's people. So it's like that is between the interview and other comments he's made, that's what I think he's assessing as a plan is like, you trying to change what's funny. You trying to change the people that you bringing up, trying to change what's funny. And cats like, he gave me, he's like, oh, I got all these Netflix stand-up specials. I've been doing this for like several years. Like, um, I never knew. And this was shit tripped me out. This nigga got 10 kids. Dog. Yo, bro adopted eight children. Yeah. That's what I heard. Uh, I, I heard that line. And that was the first line that made me think like, yo, this nigga's tweaking. And then I Googled that shit. And if you Google it, it fucks with you because it only points out two because he has two biological children with his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, did this nigga just like bold face lie on the camera? 
And then I look at, I scroll down a little more and it was like, Cat Williams adopted seven children. I was like, excuse me? And then I found out he's just, he's adopted to have like 10 total now, man. Then he started getting to the sub four, three shit. Now he was five, five at 11. He just, <laughs> by the time everybody else got the growth spurt, he was already done. I'm like, all right, nigga, that's just, I, I understand short people talk. I, I understand it, but he was, his, oh, and then they called him out too. Cause he was talking about, um, he was talking about shit in 28, 2019. And I, I, think, he, I think they said he, he just got, I think from what it, cause they even corrected him on the episode. He got the next Yeah. Song. And they're like, yo, Kings of Comedy came out 2000. Like, he's like, yeah, uh, I think he was saying, I think, because he, he, yeah, he went back and corrected it on the episode, but that, because they, I think, uh, one of Shannon's producers or somebody that was on the set, they, they yeah. kind of, and they were like, oh, you said 2018, 2019. And he was like, no, 98, 99 type shit. And it came out in 2000. Yeah. Which, you know, and it's, and if I'm right, because he was, I haven't seen the, I've seen about an hour and 20 minutes of it. But I, yeah, I, I, seen, I just, I don't think I've seen all of it though. Yeah, and I, and I just, I couldn't get through all of it because to me, it does turn into just, you know, like, like I said, Cat's got every right to say this shit, but there is a point for me personally where it's like when old niggas start venting, I'm just like, all right, I'm only going to listen to so much of you vent if I don't feel like, because you just, because he keeps hammering down on like the same five, six names. I'm like, I'm not going to just listen to you bitch about like the same five, six niggas for like two and a half hours. But then I guess the thing, I guess his thing is also like he didn't come up there like like he only came up there in response to them niggas being up there and saying shit about him. No, and that's fair. That's and that, and so it's like, but I mean, yeah, I don't know, and I don't even know. Was Kevin Hart on there on Club Shasha? Um, that's so question. I know Steve, I know Steve Harvey was on there. Cedric Benatana, Ricky Smiley, I know those are the ones who I know for sure was on there. I don't know, I don't know for sure if Kevin Hart was on there or not. Um, if he but, wasn't, they got a he, he he gonna be. But they got, I mean, they got beef anyway. So it's like it ain't, you know. Yeah, whatever Kevin said. That's the thing. It's like the shit him like, um, the shit he says about Kevin Hart and the shit Kevin Hart would say about him is like some of that shit is just like it, it's no different than you know. It's like when Fifty starts trolling niggas he don't like. It's like I didn't know it's like them Fifty don't like that niggas. So he gonna say some disrespectful shit about him. Like that's what he does. Um. The oh man, I was just and I was watching um watching like another 30 minutes last night, but that's when I tapped out as far as like how much I was willing to listen to. The so Friday after next, right? And this part I do think he was like credible on, and then Ice Cube put out a fucking 12 minute video just to basically say he right, which could have been a 30 second video, but shout out to Cube. Um when he was talking about um playing the pimp. And he's like, you let he's like, you let this man come up here and talk about this role and all this shit that had happened for a movie that came out. I think it's 20 years now. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he's like, and not a single person on that fucking set, not a single actor, not a single person, all of which could be like angry, disgruntled, could feel away at any moment in time. And nobody said shit. Nobody could confirm except him for the first time 20 years later that he was supposedly supposed to have that role. And I'm like, once again. Cat feels like, and deservedly so, you haven't done as much as me. And this is one of my more, I'm going to say it's it's hard to say an iconic role, but like for him, maybe it is. It's like, don't try to say you're supposed to have that shit. Like that character's associated with me. Like I wrote those lines. You're talking about, I did the wardrobe. I did that shit. And it's like, 
that movie series that I'm attached to, like, you don't get to come up here and lie and try to put it out to the world, especially, you know, like, and niggas definitely care what platform you say shit on. Like, I think the fact that it was said on Shannon's show, that is different than if you just went on a, who was the white girl doing interviews? Um, I know you're talking about, I can't think of a name though. Yeah. You say it on her show. Okay. That's one thing. You say it on Shannon's show. It's like, no, we got to cut. Like we have to come and address this because this is a different platform. Um, this is a different space. Like this isn't just like some bullshit. You can get some lies off and then go about your day. And everybody lies on podcasts. Let's Not even just that, but that's like that's like say uh, say for instance, and like uh, and like and it's funny because like I've seen this type of shit happen at work with like different like people. Like so, say say like you and you and somebody else going for a promotion, right? Y'all both interview for a job or some shit, and. Say you say they offer you the job and you turn it down and you're like, nah, I don't want it. And then they give it to the other nigga and, and you start going around basically saying like, oh, well, that, that really was my job, but I turned it down type of shit. But it's like that. So like Ricky Smiley saying like, oh, I was supposed to play that role. It's almost coming off as if you were saying like it was mine and I decided not to like, you know, you only got it because I didn't want to do it type of shit or some shit like that as if. As, as if that was the case. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to let you make it seem like one of my most prominent roles was only like, was some shit to where it was like, oh, well, as if you you decided that you didn't want it, so they gave it to me type of shit, and not that I went and got the, the role or whatever it is. No, a thousand percent. Um, <clears throat> the shit he said about Michael Blackson was funny, though, <laughs> like about him, about him, like, using a fake African accent and all of that shit. That shit was funny. <laughs> they pulled up um the wild and out clip when they was on the same episode together and mm-hmm. it was like niggas like cat was just getting jokes off and the whole time he was speaking his truth uh <laughs> he was telling that nigga is like you not funny get away from me like for the um the wild the not the, the fifth shit so uh-huh. Michael was like right in his face and he was like yo he told he told he made some short joke and uh cat B said like nigga you not funny get away from me but like in a serious ass tone, but everybody kind of like laughs it off because they think it's like, oh, it's supposed to be part of the joke. And then yeah, he's I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, he's like, my nigga, like, hope your dream. And Michael says, like, hope your dreams don't come true. He's like, man, nigga, they already did. Now get the fuck away from me. And I was like, damn, like, cat didn't give a fuck. Like, cat was letting that nigga know, like, I don't like you. This ain't, I'm not doing no shit for TV. I don't give a fuck. There's cameras around. Like, nigga, fuck out my face. But I think too, like I fuck, I fuck with Michael Blackson, and I've seen him before. I've seen him uh, live before, and it's like, and it's funny because like I always thought like Michael Blackson was like was a funny character, but I do think like the whole fake African accent, like because he he really an African, but I know, uh, <laughs> I just know I was like. I think after a while, it was like I, I'd have heard you talk regular too many times for you to keep on coming up here uh, faking this shit. <laughs> like I'd heard you in these interviews and like using a regular voice and shit like that. Yeah. He's, he's, do you think Cat is I think this is something people are talking about is like is it valid if it's true or does it just sound like disgruntled old nigga? Like at what like what's the line of like yo you coming and saying all this shit and like yeah some of it was direct responses to some of the shit that's been said and the Kevin Hart shit is just okay. They don't like each other anyway. But what's like that line of like, yo, let me respond and get the truth out versus let me 
not be the disgruntled old angry person. And I guess it's to, as like a comparison, it'd be like, not every old nigga in hip hop talks, even though they've all been talk trash about, et cetera. They don't all come out and say shit about like either other artists from their generation or new artists. Versus... I don't know. It's like, Cause it's like for as many people as he talks shit about, he did give some people props on there too. So it's like, it ain't like, also I'm like, Oh no! I feel like he he came up there on a mission, and he got he oh got definitely. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, and he still got pulled because you got to think about that. Shannon's best episode by a mile. That shit is already that shit's about to hit like thirty million views three days later. I mean, but that's I mean, but it's drama shit. So it's like it ain't even because he get like had he went up there and did a regular interview, it would have still did good numbers because it's Cat Williams. But I think with just the controversy around like. Him saying what he was saying about everybody, like that, just made it, like, like come on. Kirk Franklin was up there but, three weeks ago talking about I had issues with God, and that shit only got like eight hundred k. Like I ain't even see a clip for that, so I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Kirk said, I Kirk said I had issues with God. He would have, he would have, he should have went up. He should have went up there with his plies outfit on. He probably would have did a little bit better. But. Hey, uh... I don't know. I mean, because like I said, I think it would have did numbers no matter what. But it's like when you when you when you spend the whole interview like calling niggas out by names, like because it's like one thing when niggas get up there and subliminally say shit or subliminally, like when you when you get up there and hit the the Kendrick control verse and shit like on Shannon Sharp on Shannon Sharp couch, <laughs> it, it hit Fifty need to go on Club Shay Shay. That should have do not. That should have. That should have break the internet. Hey, but fifty ain't even got like like fifty is also a nigga that's gonna that'll say say your name on Instagram. So it's like it is it, like fifty to go up there for a regular interview and not and not have to do all that shit for it to do numbers anyway. But it's like that's a fact. But yeah, no, I don't know. Like I said, I I ain't never uh I I ain't got a problem with cat going up there and 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 letting these niggas know how you feel. I think some of the niggas who may have not said shit, which I guess is like if this beef is beef, but it's like if you going up there and you responding to the people that have been on this show and you feel like you've been discredited or whatever, like I ain't got no problem with you going up there and, and getting your shit off. And I mean, cause and and like it's a lot of it's a lot of comedians who he didn't he that. Like I don't know. I also don't think nobody he dissed is funnier than him. So it's like I don't know. I mean, and I guess. But so, I mean, and I don't even know if everybody I was, he this was more successful than him either. I mean, of course you got Kevin Hart. Of course you would say like Steve Harvey. Uh, they're more like commercially successful. I don't know if they're more successful that's I, in the lane of I'm comedy. Saying. No, I'm just, that's what I'm saying more commercially successful. So it's like I don't even think it's like oh he was just do, going at people that are way more successful than him or something like that. Like I right, I know Cedric the Entertainer. He is successful. I don't know for a fact that he was more successful than Cat Williams. Uh, I think it could go either way. Um, no, Ricky Smiley, I don't think. I mean, I know he was like a radio host and she had a radio show and all of that shit, but I don't know for a fact that he's more successful than Kelly. So it's like, I mean, and, you know, he he gave he gave a lot of credit to a lot of niggas that are funny that people would could consider funnier than him or um, like, I mean, he gave credit to Bernie Mac. He, he gave credit to Martin, even though he said whatever he said about Martin having to wear the dress and shit like that. He uh he gave credit to Earthquake, even though he said Earthquake was illiterate. 
<laughs> that shit was nuts. Now, the funniest lie was uh was it Cedric or Ricky? He said, like, these nigga has four comedy specials. You can't find them Cedric. in shit on Netflix or Tubi. He said that about Cedric. And yeah. he repeated that shit like three times. Like, nigga, you can't find that on Tubi. You know how damn bad you gotta be to not find that on Tubi? So that shit was funny then when he said when he said uh he said Ricky Smiley and Tyler Perry can't play a man to save their life. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, I put in my contract that the only way I'll ever do a movie with Ricky Smiley is if he in a dress. And he was like, what was his next movie? First Sunday, he was in a dress. <laughs> That's crazy. Man. Like, hey, hey, man, look. Shout out to Cat Williams, man. Shout out to Cat. I do appreciate that, like, how do you put this? I, I don't know. There's... Just Danny Ludacris. <laughs> Yo, the shit he said. Nah, the shit he said about Ludacris was nuts. The, the, to say, to say that the Illuminati would only allow one nigga with that style, and if you was willing to give it up, we'll give you a wife and two hundred mil. Like my nigga said that. Like he said that shit up. Like it was like, like you was converting to Muslim, and it's like, yo, my nigga, you stay a virgin. We got. We got seventy two of them shits for you when you get when you get done with this life. I mean, I'm like, two hundred mil, I cut my sideburns. <laughs> nah, but th- but then he turned around. See, that was, see, that was the part where I was like, "You and Ludacris been running around with his sideburns for like the last three years too." That that part, because <laughs> like when he man, said that, I was like, man, I could have sworn I was like, I was like, man, I feel like the last three years or so, like I. Cause I, but I remember a few years back when I was like, I think I said I was scrolling because I follow Luda, but I was like, I was scrolling. I was like, oh man, he bringing the sideburns back and shit. Like that was like three years ago. So the contract I went to ran the- out. Then he got his two hundred. <laughs> they, they just dropped another Fast and the Furious or some shit. That's what I did. Once that once that contract runs out, my nigga, like that ten year. What he said? What he say? Twenty twenty movies. I don't even know if Ludacris been in twenty movies. It's only been like ten Fast and Furious, and he was in like six. Yeah, he's talking about like name like a funny or name like a, a good, I think he said name like a good acting scene when I'm like nigga none of these niggas that like are so The Rock doesn't mad movies The Rock ain't a good actor like there's mad niggas in movies that like really shouldn't be in movies but they celebrity the Rock, that shit. The Rock, has a nigga, the Rock play The Rock in every movie that's yeah like just I just on that like the only shit I said uh, that like cross line is like yo you call another man's wife ugly like you playing a different game like out of everything, like he said, is like if Ludacris smacked the shit out you, like next time you see him, like that's valid as fuck. And Luda, back, and Luda, and I love Luda is like is is like a long term hip hop fan. Like Luda's great. Like he is a like nigga is goaded, right? Like one of like the OG Atlanta legends. And it's like nigga, don't get in the studio after nigga called your wife ugly and like get off a few bars and act like that shit is. And then the nigga said, check your temperature and like started checking his pulse. I'm like, my nigga, you not this. This ain't the one. Like, I don't know. I didn't think it was bad, though. I didn't think it was like fire, no shit. I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. I just, when you did, when you, <clears throat> but also, like, I mean, he called, he called a lot of niggas' wives ugly that, like, he he, he said it about all of them. He said it's about, I said, oh, y'all get a wife to look alike. And a lot of them niggas responded, and ain't nobody say nothing about him calling their wife ugly. Yeah, see, that's wild. But, like, I mean, I get it. You can't necessarily be like physically aggressive when y'all both worth several million dollars, and that's like, it's it's the part that's been like kind of. I hate to say it like this because like there's there's a lot of progression that's taken place with like 
black celebrities that are learning it's like okay we both worth too much money to be beefing and we but we like we worth like we're in too good of positions and can help too many people to be doing the same stupid shit we're doing 18 19 years old right like 50 and fat joe were sitting courtside at a knicks game and that shit was like that ain't happening 15 years ago but them niggas both look around and be like look we got seven million dollars in our bank accounts we got kids we got businesses like we don't need to be doing the same shit we was doing when we were coming up and that's beautiful but you can revert all that shit. Someone call you. Someone call you. I fugly. Like you go back to being a 17, 18 year old kid. Like I'm. Like I, I'll take the fine, nigga. Whatever they say, bail gonna be posted to get that one punch off. Like nigga, I, I had a bail. Send it to your mom the day before, or three days before. So don't look super fraudulent, and just have her ready to go. Cat like, Williams told that nigga Shetty. He said he said he do a hundred pushups today. Shetty said I, th- I thought you was gonna say a thousand. That's see. That's what that's. Because niggas think that if you say 99% truth, you can get the 1% lies in. Man, look, Cat's a legend, but, man. Shout out out to Cat Williams, man. Legendary interview. Interview of the year. Oh, yeah, and it's only – Now, 2024, we off to a good start. You see the nigga that jumped his judge? Oh, yeah, he jumped in. He jumped in trying to put hands – well, he did. uh, He definitely got a hold of him. That's – he got a couple licks. Do you see – Our reaction time is ridiculously slow. Nah, the security was like, now they need to get that nigga, like, he need to get parole for, uh, I don't know how long he's serving. I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's like a lot, a lot of years. That's why he did that shit. But they need to let that nigga parole for like the pole vaulting. Because you know how high that shit is? And that nigga cleared. <laughs> like, <laughs> that nigga jumped up, cleared that shit, and still adjusted. All, all you got to do is find out like what he went to jail for. Like, that'll kind of tell you like his athletic ability. Like, <laughs> You know, depending on what type of shit he was into, you could say, oh, yeah, he was probably an athlete. Like, I just, I saw that shit. I was la- like, man, they, um, and he adjusted. Like, he expected the judge to move. So, like, that nigga jumped up and, like, kind of went to the left because he was like, oh, she got to move when she see me running at her. And she yeah, just stood there the like, whole time. He might, he might be like, uh, he, he, a, like, he, uh, he a robbery type of nigga. Yeah. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be agile. You gotta be able to move and shit like that. So he probably, he might be, you know, he 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 one of them niggas. That shit, was, that shit was hilarious. Shout yeah, out, shout out, shout out to all the security. Google. I'm gonna have to go Google what uh what he went to jail for. That's a fact. Shout, shout out to security that don't do shit. <clears throat> we appreciate y'all. That's, that was one part of y'all. That's when when they when they hired that's like when they hired you for security at Ross and it was like you just you figured you weren't gonna ever have to do shit so it's like nigga it's hands shit. off what you want me to do when some shit go down and you looking like well, right, what y'all want me to do so he he wasn't really he wasn't expect, he ain't ever seen nobody do no shit like that in the courtroom so he just figured it was another day at the office he ain't had to really get busy he ain't in the best shape because he's like oh this is money this I'm doing this till I retire mm-hmm. and now now a day a nigga come in there ready to get active. And your, and your your reaction to time slowed in a bitch. That shit is. My aunt works in um courtrooms and she'll she's still to this day, she's only ever had like she's like security is kind of a formality. Like a lot of the shit is like they pre-check you in, right? It's like they make sure Yeah. Yep. 
um that's uh she's like most of the security in like a courtroom is like it's all done like prior to getting in there right like they check you make sure you don't got no shit on you etc cetera, etc cetera. So like even the dude in the courtroom is like they got a taser or whatever but it's like like shit don't ever happen really and she's worked in the courtroom for now she's going on 30 plus years like she pretty much went right after high school uh she's interning out she's full-time employee for 30 years and so uh but she'll never forget and it was it was wild because there was a day uh my high school there's like the last field trip we were ever going to go on, which was like, they would take us to a courtroom. And part of it was my high school was big on this whole scared straight shit. I don't know if y'all ever did that. Where it was like, they showed us our high school set up like a fake car accident in the front of the school and then brought all the juniors and seniors out to be like, yo, this is what a car accident looks like. Fake like oh, yeah, no, they, they did. They did that before. They ain't never do like the scared straight shit. My, I mean, my school was like different. Like one of my homies grabbed a security guard gun before. Like that ain't, it's, you know, that's that's i mean like these things i'm glad to get him on the podcast that's i get the nigga that got a screwdriver he's still serving i think he got another like 10 years nigga, that was his, that was his last day of school he got expelled that day him, him and the him and the security guard was strapping and he he, he grabbed it he grabbed a pistol yo y'all security actually like a like a live gun on campus i oh, know we had like we had armed security <laughs> oh shit nigga no i just had tasers and shit like we didn't have like no firearms yeah, yeah, see, no, y'all was different. Chicago, a different place, man. Y'all not real. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's that shit you see about like fucking fairy tales. But nah, so they were going to the courtroom to do like some more scared straight shit or whatever. And I was like, I, I had already heard stories that she had told me because like I lived with my aunt um, up until I was 21. So I was like, I don't want to fucking go. Like, what am I going to fucking learn? It's like, it's going to be, so and it was the case she was working on. So I'm like, if I really wanted to know what was going on, I could just ask her. And so I told my grandma, I was like, they ain't doing shit. Like, there's no other classes going on. Like, I'm, can I just stay home? She's like, yeah, whatever. So I stayed home that day. That day, my class, um, or my or my class, like the whole grade, essentially, but my specific group I was supposed to be with, they were in the room that uh, my aunt was in watching that case because they had, like, obviously, you got several different ones going across. Nigga apparently didn't like, nigga was going to serve usually the life or like mad years. So like either like 70, 80 years or just life sentence, right? Sound the same to me. And I guess dude didn't like the way his lawyer defended him. And so right about before the judge about to get a verdict and like classmates in that bitch, this nigga takes out a knife from inside his cheek and cuts his lawyer. And I mean, like, you see, like, blood everywhere. Well, I didn't see, but this is the way my aunt describes it. Like, you see, like, blood. It's the first time she's ever seen, like, somebody, like, actually pull some shit off like that inside the fucking courtroom. I mean, full-on slashed her fucking, uh, she, he got his lawyer's neck. Um, to my knowledge, the lawyer didn't die, but I'm not going to confirm or deny that story uh, in terms of how he ended up. But I was like, yo, that was, like, the one, like, that would have been, like, I that would have been the most exciting shit. Because then you sit there, because then, and I'm, I'm fucked up in the head. By the time I was a senior, I was checked out. I was like, I, I knew I was going to graduate, but I was checked out of like whatever the fuck they was really trying to show us. And this was like two months to go in the year. And in my head, I'll be like, yo, I'd definitely be the nigga to be like, yo, I need like some trauma therapy. Like, I can't be in class this week. I can't go to school. <laughs> like, yo, they I got to go back to handcuffing niggas in the courtroom now. That's, nah, that's what they did. She said security <laughs> ramped up for like the whole next, um, and it still might be, I don't know what they do, but she's like security ramped up from then where it's like, yeah, no, they had everybody on like, he was pretty much tied up, locked down before, um, 
now going like going in there, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, and then I was like, I just want to know what the lawyer said. Because I was thinking to myself, the Boondocks clip, like, yo, what they do to make that nigga that mad that he had to like pull a knife out <laughs> on you in court? He's like, you supposed to be saving nah, my he, life. He, he had some plans when he got there. Because how you why you got a knife in your mouth? <laughs> like, That's- like he 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 went into the situation knowing shit probably wasn't gonna go in his favor. And he said, I guess if I'm going to jail for life, I'm gonna try to One kill a nigga. Yeah. Like, and I was tripping because she's like, the checks are thorough. Like when you get like actually checked by like a courtroom and like the police officers, whether you go in courtroom, prison, et cetera, it's like the way they check you before going in, that's not just like a like a pat down if you're at the airport or a fucking pat down like before you go into a club. Like, no, nah, that shit is like a thorough ass check. So she's like, the way he had to hide that, I was like, some niggas don't care, man. Especially, especially if you're going for life. I would never tell. See, that's what they shouldn't tell you. They shouldn't tell you how long you could go to prison for. Because that's just immediately going to alter your mindset of what you're willing to do. Like, yo, how long I'm being there for, nigga? It's like, I'm undetermined. Like, tell that nigga, like, once he's locked up and say, all right, nigga, you in here for life. All right. Cause then you go, cause then once you don't give for like, like dude who jumped over, like dude who attacked the judge, that nigga probably knew it's like, yo, I ain't coming back out, so let me get this last weekend. That I ain't coming home, so let me go on there. Let me go out with a bang. Absolutely, let me like you got to set that standard. The second you walk into prison, like nigga, what'd you do? Jump my judge after that bitch gave me life? Like, oh, this nigga will do anything. Um. So I don't know if we're gonna get through all of it, but um. Oh, let's let's start here with uh with with our with our, more, with our man Lenny. So Uncle Murder did the wrap up. It's in the three different parts. I haven't even heard part three yet. I've heard part one and two. I finished up part two literally like right before we started recording. Part two is just just a Diddy diss track. Like this nigga spent six minutes just trying to eat the Diddy like on repeat, talking about you are word this girl, you was being a pedophile, like all this shit. I was like. Like that's fifty favorite one. That's fifty favorite right. Fifty favorite uh, part. That's how I found out that shit came out. Is because fifty. Po- I think because it came out two days ago. It's like fifty posted that shit on Twitter. It was like, hey, yo, Uncle Murder went in on the wrap up, and I'm like, All right. if fifty giving you props for it, it's like, yo, I know this shit about to be. <laughs> like this ain't no regular song. If fifty's going sitting there pumping it up, and you got to think, keep it on like keep it on tour with fifty, and fifty been doing fifty been attacking Diddy publicly. And fifty making all these comments, and it's like, and when that's 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 your boss, man. Look, he said, eat, go in there and eat that nigga for six minutes straight. It. Do you think, man? How do you even phrase this? I don't feel like if they find out this shit is true, and niggas have already started kind of like feeling away about Diddy. And Diddy was before this came out. Diddy was Diddy was an icon. Like that's just that's undisputed as far as I'm concerned. Like he was in an icon space. You think niggas gonna shoot him bail if he convicted of all this shit? Uh, no. What you mean shoot him bail though? Like, so like how? we got other black celebrities who we've shot bail, and some states specifically have shot bail for the things they've done. <laughs> no, I'm saying who, but but like like I'm saying like what you mean shot bail though. Like, niggas won't necessarily, like, if he's convicted of everything that they say he's done, that would make Diddy, like, an A1 nasty nigga. And, like, should go to prison. Like, now, I I think niggas gonna say he a nasty nigga, but them hits are still hits. 
Is Nitty is Diggy still gonna run back that bad boys reunion? Is he gonna run it back? I don't know. No, nah, it was Diggy's gonna do it. Not did Diddy if Diddy convicted, Diddy ain't running shit back. Diddy got the rest of his life. Oh, he going that nigga's gonna run back the bad boy reunion. Yeah, his nigga's gonna his nigga's gonna be listening to some of those uh it's weird because he's not Niggas still gonna be listening to niggas still gonna be listening to music that Puff made before all of this shit happened. That's what I was gonna say because a lot of it. And that's why that's him rapping for shoot him bail because like even when it comes to like a nigga like R. Kelly, like niggas will say like yeah that nigga belong under the jail, but he made ignition remix. But I'm saying, but a lot of niggas won't listen to that shit now. I, y'all state don't count. Y'all state listen. A lot, state of, a lot listen. of niggas, a, a lot of niggas say they won't listen to it. A lot of niggas ain't like. Niggas go like I don't know I don't know niggas that won't actually won't listen to it I know niggas that are saying for the internet because that's what it's cool to say on the internet like I don't I don't know I mean I agree with you but like listen to it <laughs> I just I, like, uh, like re- really like niggas niggas have more problem with the with the niggas that that are being honest and saying no I still fuck with the music like instead of the niggas that saying that they won't listen to it but probably still listen to it because it's like that's just a popular thing to say like no nah, I can't you can't play no R. Kelly this that or whatever like come on my nigga he made Ignition Remix he belong under the jail but he made Ignition Remix they said you gonna you, they said they gonna play I'll be missing you when he gets sentenced that's gonna be his walk music <laughs> niggas ain't gonna stop niggas ain't gonna stop playing that no it's it's weird nobody's gonna, problems gonna still get spent Man, look, it's that's the problem. It's because Diddy shit is like, because he's not an artist. Like, he is an artist, but he's not like an artist of that level to himself. Like, even when the niggas was talking about like, um, because he basically got thrown into like a producer tag, right? So it's like, and how would you quote unquote like cancel a producer? And he's like, we're not canceling Mary because Diddy went to prison. Like, niggas ain't gonna stop listening to Mary J. Blige. Niggas ain't gonna stop listening to Biggie. Niggas ain't gonna stop listening to Mace. Um. And so it's like, I, I don't even know necessarily how you, I mean, Kreisha Please going to get less views, but it's going to be less funded. Shout out to Kreisha. There's other billionaires. There's other niggas with multi-millions. You want, if that's, if that's your thing, and I'm not I'm not here to shit on it or criticize it, that's your thing. There's other, there's, there's other people. Yeah, but I, I Diddy's a Diddy, Diddy's Diddy's uh Diddy's in trouble, man. I don't know how it's gonna go, but like I said, I, and I'm one of those people that like my stance is real clear. I can fuck with you heavy, and then obviously they find out some shit. Like I used to be a Stephen Hawkins fan. They tell me Stephen Hawkins doing some freaky deaky shit on Epstein Island. I might not fuck with Stephen Hawkins no more. <laughs> they said he like the um yeah. Diddy, you did that. You belong under the prison. Did he do it? But if you're not, then still an icon. That's how that shit works. We find out you nasty. All right, cool. We assess the situation. Therefore, we don't find out confirmed you nasty. Like all these niggas, they got on the fucking um, even falling like the Epstein shit. Not to se- not to segue here. So I want to get back to talking about it. But you would uh, I know we short on time. You um. You even following the Epstein shit, where like the document's supposed to come out and have like all these niggas' names on it. Uh, I just I've been I've been hearing different names pop up. So they got 
so a people want like a list right people just spend like just a list of like all these and it's the reality is it's like 30 40 documents and there's names in the documents but they're not listed like one through 30 type shit mm-hmm. so um if you go to vegas you can bet uh it's like minus 150 for any active sitting congressperson and i'm like that shows you where america is at like we believe just like one of you niggas currently allowed to make laws and make rules for the rest of us we know at least one of y'all was out there um <clears throat> Bill Clinton's been supposedly linked to it, and they just got um, supposedly Stephen Hawking's name is in these documents. Stephen Hawking's been in a wheelchair for about the last, I don't actually know his age, but I'm going to say the last 50 years. They said Stephen Hawking, this is, where, this is how I know like the world is secretly a joke. For all the nasty shit that was going off on that island, they said Stephen Hawking's thing was he liked watching naked midgets solve complex math equations. That's crazy. Make me the host. <laughs> I'm, li- I'm listening now. As, as I was like, "What? What? Like this is this is how I know the world is. This is how I know the world is secretly a joke." That's me, you the host, bro. Um, they said like for all this serious shit that this is supposed to contain, and they want to come out and release talking about. Stephen Hawking liked watching naked midgets do math problems. And I'm like, my nigga, that's not real. Like, I'm not here no, to king shame. Think that's real. I ain't here to king shame, but there's no there's no way that's real. Like, there's just no way that's real. Like you like, you like, you could be into midgets. I'm not, I'm not midget shaming. What we about what we about to watch? It's family to oh my nigga. Like, like I said, like, like I said. They said he in the Nate. Like, you think that's the man that like want to watch Nate? Just say midgets was trying to jerk you off, bro. Like, I'm saying, but you don't, you don't think I. Right, so like, you think you think he into math? Like, you think that's cool? Like, you think he he like? I think he's into math. math. I think he he a smart dude. Now and now, do you think it's possible that he could be into midgets? I think that you could be into midgets. And I do you now. Do you think if you love math and you love midgets? That it is like uh, out of the out of this realm for you to want to see two things you like together. There is niggas in this world that like watching naked bitches cook. This nigga <laughs> like watching naked bitches, like watching naked bitches do math problems. Man, look, man, look. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. But like, man. that's crazy. Man. They want to see see. Why oh, they got a pick? Wait, hold on. We'll say what's that shit with Stephen Hawking and fucking Michael Jackson? I don't even want to know, man. I don't even want to know. They gonna tell me that Mike was on that island, and I'm gonna just y'all niggas already tried to put Mike under once. I ain't I ain't going for it again. Let me see. I'm gonna play this clip, and then I gotta get out of here. Nah, that's fine. And he was telling the truth. He's ruffling feathers, but that's one thing he lied about, and Smack said. I got it. I got yeah. the proof. I was there. So For tell sure. us about it, Smack. That nigga was a stone cold crackhead on 59th and Denver. Hey, we gonna keep it clean. He was buying dope on 59th and Denver. This is something I can't make up. We laughing. I'm joking about it now. This is my right hand of God. That nigga was smoking on 59th and Denver, going to the shopping center right there on Slauson and Figueroa. Man, that nigga was a smoker, man. We gonna keep it clean. He didn't have no teeth. He had to see the snagging tooth nigga on my mama. I ain't bullshit, nigga. I ain't bushing. He so was on crack. So he was he was selling. You know, who was he getting dope from? The homies. 
he was getting. <laughs> yep. HIV, so mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, he rest in peace. He rest in peace. The dude he was getting dope from is rest in peace. Like, you feel me? Can't nobody get convicted for this. But I knew the dude that was serving this nigga. And he was smoking dope. He was smoking crack, nigga. I swear to God. Man, I'm laughing because it's funny. <laughs> this shit. That's on my mama heartbeat. Yes. He was smoking dope, nigga. Swear yeah. to God. I even went through there to find some old nigga. Like, you remember dude was over here? They like, you was over here. So to have your story correct... You seen Cat <laughs> Williams buying dope? Yes. Smoking dope. Put the pipe like this. Oh, uh, 59th. <laughs> in Denver. Be- 59th in Denver, be is that? Yeah. The dead end. He got a hotel. End. Yeah, it's a dead end street. Oh, he said the dead end. Oh, my God. The dead end. So, hey, I don't now, know. Now, Cat you Williams. know I'm not lying. Because, listen, what's the name even said? It? Kevin Hart said it. Why they cut him off? Because he was doing dope. Mm. But Cat Williams used to have parties with cocaine going up in that motherfucker. He said he never did none of that. <sighs> hey, big plates. Hey, asking a nigga like a judge, like, so you're saying <laughs> word for word, you're saying that Cat <laughs> Williams was selling, was smoking dope and buying on 59th and Denver. He was like, yeah, nigga, I'm my mama. Like, I'm my mama's heart. Be like, fam, look. I, and I, I, hey, like, like I said, and I'm, I'm going to end it on this. Cat Williams is a legend. Cat has a right to speak on niggas who aren't as funny as him. I also think that nigga was doing drugs, but that's just my opinion. That nigga was doing dope. On 59th of Denver. That's the, that's the name of the episode, 59th of Denver. Shout out to Back on Fear. Shout out, shout out to them. Hey, man, shout out to everybody here at Ant. At I talk about 9080, at Wilbur underscore NVO, at N underscore HFN, Hard Found Network, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Check us out. We'll be back next week, man. We appreciate y'all. We out. Psych and niggas thought we was done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a hit him with the fake outro. That's the way to get viewers now. Tell me he's like, nah, I'm about to bounce. That's how they do shit, like in the movies. That's how, um, when I don't watch a lot of movies in theaters, but uh, when that shit started to get popular in like the early 2000s, the show shit after the credits, this the after credits part of the pod. Sure, sure. And, 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 actually, we're going we to get straight, we're going to get straight to some shit today. I know we got, I know we got, uh, maybe the whole show. Hey, man. That's for, that's for the niggas that thought Cat was a liar. Oh, shit. We got some, so you, you got something to start off? You be host or what? Yeah, yeah, maybe the host, yeah. All right, all right. Um, there you go, make a host. Um, we did realize as soon as so the way we did this is we recorded in the morning and then uh, we texted afterwards and um, we forgot one of the best clips that came out into the Cat Williams interview and I was I was Will text me like Yo, I wanted to get into that and I was like I was I was sad as fuck I forgot about it. And I was like, what did, did he tell Shad? He said you have an unnatural allegiance to losers or some shit like that. He said that's not like you. <laughs> that shit that that that's got to be the best bar that came out of that interview. Hey, to tell someone, hey, when you like up the vocabulary to tell someone like, yo, you surrounded by losers, you surrounded by people that ain't doing shit. Like you have an unnatural allegiance to losers. That's, that's fire. That's a crazy way for somebody to disrespect your homies. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
See, that's part of the part. That's part of like, the like, uh, like long story short, he said, Man, you, you you hang out with a lot of losers. You fuck with a lot of losers. Who do you think he was talking about in that? Like who you think was like the first nigga he was at like the top of the losers list around Shannon? Yeah, everybody he was defending. Uh who was who was uh, shit, probably, well, I know for sure all the comedians that was on there, Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey said that you like I can bad time. I say something about these niggas, you you defended them. Hey man. Me. So one of the lies one of the lies that nigga said that cat told, they said uh they said that it ain't no way you can see you can see my screen. Yep. Uh, we doing some journalism here. We breaking down. Yeah, put that on the camera. Yeah, yeah, put that on the camera. Four, four, seven. Can you beat that, Justin? Hold up a second. There's there's a lot wrong with this verse. There's, there's... Yeah, put that on the camera. Yeah, 2 a.m. off the powder. I was going to say, that don't count. Nigga Chris yeah, Brown is a full MMA camera. fighter off that yeah, shit. <laughs> That's this. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, put that on the I'm going to say this still alive. Yeah, nigga, said, nigga said that that was a lie. I'm, I'm definitely saying that's a lie. And that nigga said he's going to sub 4 3, so. Yeah, put that on the camera. I mean, but we all, yeah, all know measure that might be a little bit more than 40. We don't know exactly what the measurement is that. Yeah, put that on the camera. And I bet that nigga stopped the timer like halfway. <laughs> 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 that nigga stopped the minute and looked like he drunk. You don't think Cal's getting, you don't think he, he, he picked up some steam? That don't even look bad. <laughs> like, I get it, he running, but that don't even look yeah, bad. I'm saying that shit was like, but did he debunk? Did he debunk your man saying that this nigga was buying on 59th? He ain't came out that yet. So we got we got a campaign to get uh to get Cat on on back on Fig so he could he complete his case to my man Smack. That's what that's that's because nigga you can run yourself for for like I said you want you, you might be able to tap four, in four. They, from, they from L A you know you, that that wasn't too far from you that ain't too far from you uh, nigga I don't go outside. No, I'm saying you can go to fifty. You can go to fifty knife and Denver and, and get no, into your journalism no, bag. No, I can't. No, I say, can't. hey, I don't go outside. My job is down the street, nigga. I, I only time I'm outside is I'm driving around in a truck, and even then, you say we're only seen. I got a, a new coworker that um he live across the street from me. Nigga worked for us <laughs> for like six, seven months. Now. I was like, yo, I ain't ever seen you, and I was like, that's the point. Niggas ain't ever supposed to see, see me. me at work. That's absolutely. You see me at work, I go home, and then I come back home. I love being inside. Um, nah, but that shit is like, cause if you, how we phrase this? What did the Coke Olympics look like to you? 
Like, if you had to say, like, if you had to put, like, who's, like, the top niggas doing athletic shit off Coke? Because if Cat could really run a 4-4 off Coke, fine, he make the squad. Chris could really fight off Coke, he make the squad. Who's, like, our other, like, all-timer, like, off-the-Coke athletes? Antonio Brown. That's fire, yeah. AB's up there for sure. AB is up there for sure. And it depends on if niggas believe OBJ was doing coke in that uh in that in that picture or whatever, or if he was just uh there with bitches doing coke. Nah, OBJ was definitely doing coke. OBJ was doing OBJ was doing coke and masa niggas. Early OB like the first three years OBJ career, some of the most like special shit ever. This nigga was doing everything <laughs> under the sun and was still like the best receiver in the league. Um. All right. So we got OBJ. Oh, we can build a football team. So what position cat gonna play? Because I'm gonna put Chris a quarterback. Chris got to be a quarterback. We got two wideouts. Cat got it. I mean, with cat, with cat, forty time. Like, I mean, he got to be the running back. We putting him running back. We want him to be slot receiver. No, I think I'm going running back. I don't know. I don't know what his hands. I don't know what his hands is like. Nah, that's right. Let him tell. No, I, know, I know you got it, but I know. I know at least if you hand the ball off, niggas gotta catch him first. I'm gonna I'm 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 be a I'm gonna be a snitch here. Let's see who else we got here. Some famous athletes doing uh, questionables. Uh, 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 um. A lot of niggas we can put on defense. That's that's. Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, 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 uh. Daryl Strawberry actually did that shit. Oh man, you said what? So Daryl Strawberry actually was doing that shit, but Daryl Strawberry was doing that shit playing him and Josh Hamilton with dead ass. Like, hey, Josh Hamilton is one of like the craziest baseball stories ever. Josh Hamilton <laughs> was arguably like the best player in the world in like 09. And this was like whole time, like his story was about how because um, he was drafted high as hell, never made it to the majors because he was on drugs. Finally, after like six, seven years of going to rehab and all that shit, finally came clean, supposedly. Um got up to the majors and like the nigga was always talented so it's like as soon as he got here everybody knew like all right he, like he could really play and as soon as he hits like his peak 2010 he's an mvp gets a huge contract niggas found out once he got some more money again he was right back to the shits and he was still out there playing like an mvp but, absolutely he just, he just needed the resources <laughs> nigga got some resources back oh it was over um it's like you can't be a drug dealer if you don't if you don't have the money to buy the initial the the initial pack. So it's like you gotta go do some other shit. That's like going to get a job to make some money to go buy the drugs to sell. So it's like niggas are gonna be like, oh man, I'm glad you got yourself a good job. You ain't selling drugs no more. It's like, no, nah, I just need the money to buy the drug. I just need the money so I can take it to the plug. Amen. Oh, see, I hate these lists. Same shit. Shout out to them. All right, so some of these lists, though, like. Shout out to that nigga. Some of these lists are wild. I'm talking about, like, athletes with drug addiction. I'm trying to find just celebrities, really, with drug addictions, but I found athletes, and they got Marcus Camby on here for some fucking weed. Niggas don't care if you did some fucking weed, dog. Uh, I, thought Mar- I thought they were saying Marcus Camby did the coke. He's That's what I thought, t- too, but I was like, he got arrested. Put him at tight end. He <laughs> They that nigga catching everything. So just throw the ball up. <laughs> you go stand in the end zone and oh, hold your hands up as high as you can. Oh shit. Um, who we got on here? 
Marcus Camby was an elite uh, shot blocker, so you know he got good ball skills. In the words of Cameron, pause. Um, awesome. Oh, I thought the shit said future cocaine addicts. Like, they were just putting that on niggas like, Hey yo, that's a nigga I expect to do coke in the next ten to fifteen years. Yeah, like, <laughs> what's the nigga name? What's the nigga name that played for the Hornets that just lost his shit last season or whatever that was going off and all that shit on social media? The young nigga with the color hair. Oh, uh, Kai Jones. Yeah, yeah, but he on the team. <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> that nigga's on the team. <laughs> that nigga is on the team. He gonna be a tight end because I think he's six four. I think he what, what's his what's oh damn this nigga's six ten. Hey, oh, yeah, he's gonna be a tight end. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's tight end for sure. That's the tight end for sure. Oh my gosh, yo, I just realized like the dances and shit he was doing. I did not know this nigga was six ten. You said the dances he be dancing. That's what he. That's how people started realizing he was bugging out. This nigga would just th- th- um, turn on IG live, start doing all these weird ass dances like. That's when people really found out shit was wrong. Got you. Oh, man. Shout out to, uh, shout out to dude. He's a tight end. Oh, man. So, what we need, we need, we need some, we need to get, a, we need to get some niggas on the line. We need some linemen. Let's see here. Uh, 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 you could uh, probably uh, get Rob Kardashian on the line. He a big boy. Yes. I'm, Trying to find, I'm trying. The internet's trying to pull something out here. I'm trying to find. It shouldn't be this hard, like to find out, like who's cokeheads. Mm-hmm. See, you looked up drugs. They started telling you niggas about niggas who smoke Reggie. That's a that, thousand percent. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. no, the real drugs. It's just a bunch of Disney kids. These niggas can't help us. I mean, who who all they got on there? Because we could definitely get uh, what's the nigga name from Nassau Raven? Oh, uh, Orlando Brown. <laughs> Orlando he Brown, play guard. I don't, I don't want I don't want him to have one of the tackle spots, but he he he's a slightly bigger dude. Orlando Brown, play. like I don't know if he I don't know if he he could play guard. He might he Orlando he might be uh he might be more linebackerish. I'm gonna have to put him on defense. That's true. That's or he could be, or he could be, or he could, he could probably be like a fullback or or another tight end that we just use to block. Maybe fullback. Maybe Orlando Brown at fullback. He the fullback because he the type of nigga like niggas don't want to touch. So he start trying to block. He, he, he short, he short, he short and stocky. Like, hey guys, we got Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy might be might be a corner. We probably put Soldier at cornerback. We call him, we call him Soldier. We call him Soldier Boy the user. We call him Big Draco a user. Young DRC. <laughs> hey, no, that's what Cat need to play. If Cat could really run this fucking four four, fuck me. He need to be a corner too. Fuck the fact he five five. <laughs> like uh, we gonna have Soldier Boy gonna be out there looking like like Dominique Rogers Cromarty. Man, that was an era. That was a fucking era. DRC was man. Sometimes I miss Madden and like I just I don't play that. I I barely play video games at this point. But it's like that was a fucking era for cornerbacks. Niggas could just be tall and fat. Like and DRC was actually good, which like was made him different. But you could just pair DRC with another nigga who was just like randomly like sixty overall, but six one and ninety five speed, and he was straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because remember, that's how we found who was that, Brandon Browner? Yeah. Nigga was fucking 6'3". Like, like mind you, that was on Madden when he was at, like, before, like, he was, like... Nigga didn't have a picture. His overall was, like, he was, like, a 60-something overall, but he was tall and fast. Like, our draft strategies, like, used to be crazy. Because <laughs> it was, like, at the receiver, you just going to grab tall niggas. You're going to grab whoever your number one is going to be. And like for you, it was always Calvin, and then whoever whoever was left over, it was like, all right, this nigga got to be at least six three. <laughs> no, I was, and I'd be ecstatic if like Denver drafted like a nigga in real life, even if like I didn't think he was gonna be great. Like, um, like DT rest in peace wasn't great as a rookie, but it's just fact that nigga was six three ninety four speed. I was like, that's that's my guy. We got yeah. him. I'm like, and he played for the Broncos. Like we we we, we checking all the boxes. Um. For corner, it was just the fastest niggas. If they they was over six feet and they was the fastest niggas. That's a fact. Because you got to guard these fucking six, three, six, four niggas playing wide out. All you wanted was a chance in the jump ball. Like, you knew you was already losing the jump ball like 80% of the time, but you just wanted a nigga who could get it to 20. We legit only threw, like, I don't even know if we, I don't even know if we ever ran. I think one time I, I drafted, like, Chris Johnson and I used to run the ball some, but we didn't really run no run plays. It, did of, it was fourth and 50. Hail Mary, I guess. <laughs> As I said, my only only running backs, like I remember like uh I used to fuck with it was CJ Spiller and Javid Best. And that was because the niggas were like low overalls, but fast as hell. Like I said, like 96 feet. <laughs> and I was like, if I get this nigga in space, I'm like, he basically a receiver. Like you just do like you need to play that one or two like halfback screen so that the computer stop fucking because eventually the computer pick up on you running that shit four verts every fucking place. It's like, yo, I need like one or two other plays real quick. Yeah, just to just to divert the defense. You like, all right, look, I, I promise I'm not passing it every down. And as soon as they, <laughs> as soon as they uh, as soon as they get out of that cover four, light their ass back up. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, um, real quick before we hit back into the wrap up, only because this shit. Oh, um, I wasn't going to talk sports, but you got to let the people know. Bears keeping Justin Fields or not? You an insider? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm team keep Justin Fields. Like, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they. Gonna, I don't know what decision they're gonna make. And I think, uh, you know, I do think the game today is gonna have like kind of impact on their decision. Uh, but I don't know. I think realistically, I mean, one game shouldn't really decide that unless he play horrible. Like, if you have a decent game, it's like, if y'all know whether y'all want to keep him or not, y'all should kind of know at this point anyway. But uh, I don't know. I mean, because it's like one of those things where it's like, I look at it like, all right, if we trade that first pick and get some more first-round picks for over the next couple of years, it's like if, if y'all decide Justin ain't the guy after next year or after the year after that, then you can move on from them. You still gonna have some first round picks that you can draft quarterback and all of that shit too. So you hear Emmanuel Lacho's logic about why the Bears should um, should keep the pick. What did he say? He said, "If you draft Caleb, you just gotta hope Caleb works. But if you draft, but if you trade that pick and you get a bunch of first round picks, now you gotta hope they all work." That nigga literally said, "Having more resources is a bad thing." No, I, I ain't with that. I mean, yeah, fuck that. I just I, that was like the worst. Are you? But that nigga said he says everything like in that same style of like, 
almost like he wants to be like the black pastor at church. And it's mm -hmm. like, bro, like you just you. Nah, see, I think like I said, I mean, like if they take a quarterback, like all right, that's cool too. We still got, you know, we there's still other other holes on the team to kind of fill. So it's like, all right, do you do you fill the holes in there down the line? You get a quarterback if you feel like you need one in a couple more years, or do you uh, get a quarterback while you still kind of rebuilding and hope y'all don't fuck him up on the way? I like the idea personally of. So a, I'm like, there's a there's a fan side of me that hopes Fields get traded, and that's only because. I doubt he gets traded to Denver because Sean Payton, when he was still an analyst, he kind of ripped Justin Fields as a prospect a couple of years ago. So I don't think that would work. But in my mind, I'm like, it'd be dope if he could, if they did trade him, if he could mind his way to Denver, because obviously Russ is on his way out. Um, I think I, if he goes to any team that is good, that don't have a good quarterback, like I think he'll, he'll shine anyway. No, I, I think he'd be great. It's like, because I think they're going to try to re-sign Judy. I think Tim Patrick's going to get released only because he's missed the last two years of the injury, and I think they're just not going to try. I think – I doubt he's going to come back. Cortland Sutton obviously played like he still – like he's still a thousand yard, like a number one receiver this year. Denver's own line is literally top five in every metric, and Russ just kept fucking taking stupid-ass sacks. I think what Sean Payton is just going to be to kind of see like, all right, like, are you going to – are you going to – can you find a way to be successful with – the quarterbacks like of today, which I think because, you can. I just because like, they not because even though even though Russ is older, Russ like the player that Russ was is in in his like prime is what everybody is today. Damn it! Like all the top quarterbacks, like the type of player where he was like a dual threat where he could pass for a couple hundred yards and then he can also run for a hundred. Not like percent. Everybody is that today, so it's like. Like everybody, even the guys who aren't like the lead, the only like non-mobile great quarterback is Joe Burrow. That's it. Like even like, and I don't even like. I won't even say he's non-mobile. Like he's not as mobile as everybody else, but he he'll still hit you for a couple every once in a while. Like I mean, more mobile like, than Peyton. Like if Peyton was the standard, like ten years, like Peyton and Breeze no, but that's the standard. But I'm, I'm saying like he he ain't as mobile as like the top as like all the the other guys today. But it's like he's still mobile. He he's mobile compared to like. The Peyton Man next time Brady's and shit like that, but he ain't he ain't as mobile as when you look at Josh Allen's, Lamar Jackson, shit, even oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurt. Like, no, that's fact. He and I don't even I don't I don't know I don't know about Justin Herbert. I don't know how mobile he is. Uh, He's like Mahomes. I don't, know, I don't really, out of all the quarter, I don't really follow him a whole lot. No, I only I only do because in the division he's like. So what makes like Mahomes crazy is like Mahomes, no one's worried about Mahomes running for like ten to fifteen yards, but you know on third and four that ain't gonna get you five with his legs, and that's like it's infuriating. Yeah. He's done it so it's like two or three times a game. He just has like a four yard run, a five yard run. Um, Herbert's kind of like that where if he needs to get three or four yards, his team and the situations aren't as good, and he's not on as many primetime games, so it doesn't look the same as Mahomes. But he's like same kind of style. Um, what about uh, what about Trevor Lawrence? Like, and I like as Trevor far as the same ability. shit. Oh, Trevor, same shit. Now Trevor's been hurt more this year, so it's he's yeah. done it less. But like, yeah, Joe's and Joe just because he's gotten lit up like between college yeah. and the pros and been injured three times in the past five years, it's like he's more hesitant, which is why he stays in the pocket so much more. But um, you're right though. There's nobody that's like totally 
Like, there's no more statues left in the NFL. Like, there's not a nigga who's just like, all right, once we back there, it's over with. Like, most of the quarterback, like, mo- most of the quarterbacks that ain't, like, you could damn near design a run play for him. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, shit is, it's, then it's, Jalen Hurts literally broke, like. So, who who would Joe, like, I guess, because where y'all looking at, where where's it looking at y'all might be at in the draft? Uh, anywhere from 11 to 16. If we lose today to the Raiders, um, then we'll be as we could potentially be as high as 11. If we win against the Raiders, it'll be the worst we could be at 16. If yeah, who, who, worst who we could be excluding you? ties, there's like two or three scenarios where if like two or three games tie today, we could be as high as 18. But so now, now I know, like, uh, I heard, like, of course, you know, I don't follow, I know you don't really follow college either, but you probably do a little bit more than me like I kind of just start looking into the niggas who the Bears got a chance at getting like I don't usually just so so out of the quarterbacks like I heard like about uh Penix I heard like Bo Nix and shit like out of the quarterbacks that could be available in Denver's range are you is it is any of them like kind of guys you would hope that Denver could get so my my nervousness is and it'll I think it'll tell a lot about where Sean Payton is mentally because like I I think Sean's been great like there's two things Sean Payne tried to do this year, which is quote unquote fix Russell Wilson and fix the offensive line. The offensive line is already playing like a top five year one. Um, Russ played better than he did last year, but I think this was more proof of like, okay, Russ is just, I don't think Russ is totally done. Like, I think he, he's one of the 64 best quarterbacks on the planet. So I think he deserves to have a job, right? Um, he just, it, it really the issue is the fact if he got signed to 250 before he took a snap. Because if he never got signed to 250 before he took a snap, this would just be a mutual, like, I, it ain't in the cards, nigga. Like, you got to go. Right. Um, if Sean drafts someone like Bo Nix out of Oregon, even though Bo can run, he just had like a 70 yard run in the, in the bowl, but he's not, he's more college athletic than he is NFL athletic. Like, he's not route running like NFL niggas and linebacker. <laughs> um, then it feels more like, hey, Sean is probably still like a 2010, early 2010 mindset versus if he goes after somebody like, even though he's less mobile statistically, like someone like Pennick, someone like Jaden Daniels at LSU, who might not be there at that point. Um, Then at least, okay, he's he's thinking like this is 2023, 2024. Uh, there's like, this is an insane quarterback class. There's five guys who might all go in like the top 12 and there's like Caleb Williams is obviously considered generational. Drake may is damn near considered generational. Jaden Daniels just had the greatest LSU season ever. And that's with Joe Burrow doing it four years ago. Um, Penix is Penix is great, but he's injured a lot in Bo Nix. Penix and Nix are the interesting ones because they're both fifth year players and because of COVID. So they're older like Penix is damn near Penix is 24 already. And so is Bonix. So you're kind of getting them quote, you're like they're older rookies, which means potentially if they get Penix, who is who I want them to draft, um, your theoretically your timeline is quicker too, because he'd like like Justin Herbert's 24, Lamar's 25, 26. It's like you're getting a guy who theoretically could be a few years into the NFL. So it's different than having like a 21, 22 year old quarterback. Um, now, would you like if if it was a team? Say, even if the Bears like, I'm not saying that I think the Bears would go would even want to go back as far as eleven, 
because of where our pick will fall. I think if our, I don't even know where our pick where our, our own pick will fall at right now. Right uh, now, y'all slotted at ten, so one in ten. Because you're actually yeah. the Bears are one of the teams that like because you guys are seven and eight right now or seven yeah. and nine. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. So seven. seven and nine. Technically, the Bears could win, go to eight and nine. Denver could lose. I'd also put them in eight and nine. So we're they're one of the teams fighting for that. Like ten, that. I think eight through twelve well, I think, is all debatable. I, I think if I think if if our pick was maybe if our if our own pick was still maybe like somewhere in that six to ten range or something like that, we would probably be willing to trade that first pick out of the top ten. But I think because our because our pick would probably be at ten. Like I don't know if they would want to trade out of the top ten unless I mean depending on who they'll get back. But in a situation where y'all could trade up to get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May, is that something you would? Oh, a thousand percent want them to do and what would you what would you think is uh reasonable for them to trade for that so if the bears so let's use the bears as because they're gonna have the first pick because carolina is off right yeah if the shout out to david tepper it took you two years to already like pretty much put yourself in the dan snyder class um if denver were to do it with chicago i would say the trade would be Garrett Bowles, who's got two Pro Bowls under his name as a left tackle. Um, I would damn near throw in either Tim Patrick or Jerry Judy, and that would be – you could probably tell the Bears, like, hey, who do you like more? And I would probably throw in – Man, and I mean, well, and then I guess it, it would it would also kind of depend because I'm like, the obvious is the first round pick. Yeah, first round pick, a left tackle, wide receiver. And then I would say one of because Denver's got basically three pass rushers because we we probably I mean we'll probably be going into the. And to like as of right now, like off the top of my head, outside of whatever we do in the draft, like DJ Moore, I think DJ Moore and Tyler Scott are like our only receivers because Darnell Mooney. I mean, we may we can resign him. I just don't know. Depending on how much he want, man, he might only get a one year deal. But I think that also depends on what they decide to do in the draft. No, yeah, that would be so. I think with. Patrick and Judy would be like a contract flexibility thing. It's like I know Moore is there for he's got a he's got a legit contract, but everybody else with the Bears feel like because Judy could get Judy could get a sign and trade, which means he could be on a new four year. Uh, Tim Patrick has three years remaining on his deal, so if they want, that would kind of be up to them in terms of like contract flexibility and who they actually like more. And that's so now, and I I guess another question I got to do: niggas believe that it's out of this realm for? the Cardinals to trade Kyler Murray and take a quarterback. <laughs> I don't. I thought Kyler Murray was getting traded before the season. Okay. I thought Arizona was going to be the Caleb Williams team. I thought they were going to be so bad, trade Kyler. Oh, and- okay. Because it's like, I'm, I'm thinking about like, like when they talking about, uh, because, because I think the consensus is that <clears throat> Arizona, Arizona, Arizona at three, more than likely Marvin Williams is going to go at, or uh, Harrison. Marvin Harrison is going to go at, at three because they like, oh, well, they don't need a quarterback. But I think, like, they could they could trade Kyler Murray to a team for a draft pick. 
uh, and trade up with the Bears for to get Caleb, <laughs> to get Caleb Williams. And that, that's if the Bears want to keep fields. And then the Bears would be in position to take Harrison at three. I think so. I think what's going to matter. But I, and I also don't think, and I mean, like, I, and like I said, I don't follow, follow college, but like I've kind of looked at like some of the other receivers that are on the board or whatever. I like Malik Neighbors too. Uh, that's another guy. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, 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 what is it? Oh, Dunze or something like that. Something like that. I think he's pretty good too. I think what we need, like personally, and I'll get more into the draft shit as it gets closer and I bring Tony on for a couple episodes because Tony follows it better than than anybody I know. Um, but if I'm the Bears, I think the only way that I'm willing to probably make the trade is A, yes, if they've decided fully like Fields isn't the guy long-term, it's fine. You can trade him, probably get a second-round pick still, or even like a late first-round pick, depending on how you do it. Um, I think the guy the Bears would want – I think the Bears would want to be – they'd want to lose today and be in – I think the highest they can get is seven if everything shapes out. And I think that then matters if they think they get Joe Alt, who's the tackle, yeah, um, who's essentially damn near get like he has like Joe Thomas comps. And so if you could get that along with, because otherwise you probably feel because otherwise, because I forget who's the tackle they just got last year, um, who's been playing pretty well. Oh uh, yeah, Darnell right, Darnell right, and he's a left or right, right, right tackle. Right? Okay, so that'd be perfect. Joe so Alt is a left tackle, yeah. So then at least you have him right. And then you get Caleb Williams that because as, as long as you can protect these guys, and this is my thing early in the year when Denver was one and five, but the O-line was still playing well. And I put up like, I was like, yo, get Caleb in here. Um, Cause if, if you genuinely believe a guy is great or generational, the only things that really fucked them up is either getting hurt or getting hit too much. And so I was like, Denver was kind of in a perfect position, which is if they go and be ass, they're at least not asked at the position that is going to matter the most for him. Because receivers, you can figure out. I'm like, I'm a big believer, and I was like, yeah, there's obviously individually great receivers, but the great, great receivers have great quarterbacks. This is why, you know, Randy Moss was damn near almost out of the league, and then that nigga got with Tom Brady and caught 23 touchdowns. So yep. it's like, when you great, you great. But when you got a great when you got a great quarterback, shit matters. So, so I think, too, which I guess depending on how, how um, easy some of these players can shift positions on the line, like, like all right, we we good at like we we got a we got a good left tackle already. Braxton Jones is pretty good, but we I think right guard and uh, center, of course, those are like our worst two positions on the line. Which of course, when it comes to linemen, you can always shift them. Uh, yeah. And if you got a guy that. like Alt who's has such high regards as a left tackle, if either of the tackles are willing to go play, like um, cool, Braxton's willing to play yeah. right guard. And then you got him next to right, which makes your right side solid. And then you get yeah, the left Tevin tackle, Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins and Joe Alt on the left side. Yeah, like because then you know it's like fine. You might only even if your only like consistent weapon is DJ Moore, and I don't know Chicago receivers well enough, but it's like even if your only consistent option is DJ Moore, if you think Caleb Williams is as good as he is, and he's got a legit one, and he's got time to throw, the two through four receivers they matter less in name. And it's more so like, yo, if this nigga has time and he's really that great, he's going to make this work. And, I mean, depending on it's like if you go Caleb Williams, depending on what you get for Justin Fields, you still may be in the race for a receiver. Mm-hmm. Or depending on what type of – depending on who you trade him to and, and and what you get back in the trade, you know, you can 
you may either get back a receiver or get a pick where you can still take a decent receiver. That's saying like if the trade would like Denver hypothetically to happen, it's like there's a pick that's towards the top of the second round. It's like I said, if Denver finishes at 11, then you got the 11th pick of the second round and receiver is always one of the deepest positions. Like there's always, there's obviously like the super high end guys like Harrison. Um, but there's, there's always mad receivers come through a draft. And if you believe in your scouting department at all, like the Kapuka Nakua was a fourth round pick and he's about to smash every fucking, he needs five catches and 30 yards. And he's got the rookie receiving reception record and yardage record. Touchdowns, I think, on. I think Randy still has a touchdown record because it's Randy Moss. Um, <clears throat> that nigga was just different. Um, or OBJ might actually have it. One of them niggas. Uh, um, oh, Kodak Black got to make it to the coat to the all coke team. I just don't know what position we're gonna throw that nigga at. He might be a safety. I don't feel very safe, Kodak being my safety. <laughs> um, put Yak at the safety. Put Yak at the safety. Oh yeah, they got they got that's crazy. Yeah, they got. I'm looking at a mock drive now. They got Denver at uh, 14, taking a receiver, Troy Franklin. See, yeah, uh, see all the mock, see all the mock drafts have been kind of wild. See, this like, is kind of crazy because like this mock draft got Brock Bowers falling to 16 to Cincinnati. And, like, I don't know if I'd have seen any mock drafts that had him going that low. I think we're on the same one right now. Yep, we on the, we definitely on the same one. Um, the, the PFF one. Yeah. So, Bowers is interesting. because So, Bowers was essentially – I was going to say, he was, like, top ten, like – I think he was top three. Like, he was – it was Caleb, Marvin Harrison, and him. His only problem is he got hurt twice this year. Gotcha. And this thing is a set like, and it's like crazy comp, but it's like if anybody was like Gronk, like this thing is like Gronk, but Gronk was See, that's early, early like, in his I'm career. Like, listen, if we could get a, if, if we if we trade that pick and get a, and get a receiver and get that nigga, <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's like that. You just you only concern is because like when a nigga is that big and gets hurt early in his career, like that shit is. It's just, it's like, like we're gonna, we gonna be running out there like the Patriots when they had Gronk and the other nigga. Nah, who Cole, the fuck Cole, said Cole Cometa? Because I like I like Cole Komet still. Though. Like I think Cole Komet is still pretty good. Someone just said they said they're gonna be the next AH. I'm trying to let me find this tweet. Find this <laughs> what said who was gonna be the next AH? The nigga said he was gonna be the next eight AH. Oh, that's wild. I. We gonna be we gonna we gonna have Cole Komet and uh and Brock Bowers out there like 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 Gronkowski and the other nigga. Hey yo, that's wild. Some niggas nigga on Reddit said, "Can can Max Crosby be the next one?" Yo, but I like I like I like how deep how the defense has been shaking shaping up for the Bears though. Like we still need a few. We still need a few uh, positions on the defense. I think we need another edge rusher. I like our cornerbacks. I think we're going to be looking to get another safety uh, if if Eddie Jackson is out of here, which that might also bring us some back too if we get if we trade him. Yeah, this PFF one, I think is this is a this is a wild draft. This is a when is this one from? Let me see. Oh no, this is oh yeah, this is from January seventh. Shit, this today today. <laughs> Yeah, this one is from today. 
See, that's why. See, no, this, this shit, yeah, no, this shit's unrealistic. Because, yeah, they talking about, yeah, because, of course, like, a lot of them that I've been seeing, they got, uh, they got the Cardinals at number four, and they got Marvin Harrison going to them. And that's what I'm like, I just don't know if it's, I don't know if niggas think, like, it's just out of this round for the Cardinals to trade uh, Kyler Murray. That was definitely not. Like, in my, in my opinion, at least, like, that shit is. Um, and, and Kyler would be somebody, too, where it's like, and I and I and I always hate when I say comparisons. I do genuinely try to stay in styles, not necessarily like living up to the careers these guy had because it's it's obviously <clears throat> impossible to predict that. But if Sean were to have one guy in the league who is honestly like Drew Brees, Kyler Murray's it because Kyler does some weird shit off the court. But like <laughs> that nigga's short, and he is like Kyler is accurate when he throws the football. He's got mm-hmm. obviously like the short person like. The problem with like can't see over the line, all that other stuff. But like Kyler throws a great deep ball. Kyler is accurate. He obviously moves around more than Drew can, but then he's gotten hurt twice, so he's probably not gonna be moving around as much as often anymore. Um, but that's your actual Drew Brees comparison if Sean wants to go like one for one kind of shit. Like that yeah. is the closest to it. This one would on you, would you take would you take a Kyler Murray? Absolutely. So I, I genuinely tell him, think tell him, to, tell him to trade y'all pick for Kyler Murray. Y'all probably have to trade that pick and something else. And, and whatever y'all was trying to trade us. Then we'll take we'll take the number three or the number four pick from them niggas and a couple of draft picks for the next couple of years. No, we just gonna do Kyler Kyler for the eleventh pick straight up. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna work. Yeah. Kyler, Kyler for the Kyler for the eleventh pick straight up. Yeah, I think it's gonna be with uh, I think it's gonna get stuck with fucking Bo Nix. I just don't want Bo Nix. I'm not gonna act like Bo Nix a bad pick, but I I just they just <clears throat> when you got like those fan, it's it's the same shit as like a couple years ago. <clears throat> but that's why it's crazy though, because I'm looking and I guess I don't know if they just figured because y'all at 14. That's why, but I'm like the fact that they don't have y'all taking a quarterback. But and I guess maybe five of them niggas might be gone by that point. That's what I was about to say. I guess it's because of. Yeah, I mean, just being at 14, but they actually got, let me see. Because J.J. McCarthy is like the sixth guy, and he's, he he looks like system quarterback. And so it's kind of hard to justify, like, okay, do you take him in the first round or do you try to wait to the second round? Like, mm-hmm. and so, um, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, what do you do with him? Um. But then they also got like, and that's a few teams that may be looking to move though, because it's like, all right, you got the New York Giants. They like, I'm I'm sure they I'm sure they wouldn't mind getting getting off of uh Daniel Jones. Now that's they that that's right up there with the rush contract though. Like you ain't gonna be able to move that. Like that nigga just signed. Not for sure. Uh, they shouldn't have done it, but you know that nigga. Tennessee just signed. Titans. Who the fuck is the Titans quarterback? Uh, mayonnaise. Who? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it depends how you want to take that. They had Ryan Tannehill, then Tannehill got benched, and now Will Levis. The Will Levis famous Will Levis, fucking yeah, mayonnaise got, yeah. in his coffee. Okay, yeah, Will Levis. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to clip that. <laughs> the Jets got Aaron Rodgers. Uh-oh. 
I mean, for one more year. Yeah. No, they should fuck with the Raiders. Take Aaron Rodgers to fuck up another season. I should take a nigga at quarterback. Who is the Raiders quarterback? Uh, essentially nobody. I mean, they have Aiden O'Connell, but um, yeah, no, nah, uh, nah. so they got because they got them taking a cornerback at eleven, and both next going twelve to the Vikings. I mean, if they just want to trade us Justin Jefferson, we'll let them hire Caleb Williams. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> we could do that straight up. I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> The um, yeah, this one too. They got what? So they got Caleb Drake and Jaden going one, two, three. Which one? The same one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's why it's like any, any, anybody outside of this, anybody outside the top three that want a quarterback and is like. If you want any of those three, it's like you damn near just need to make a trade. That's a fact. And realistically, like, yeah, man. And Jaden Daniels is interesting because, like, I, I like I like Jaden Daniels, but there is a lot of like that distinction between like being great collegiately and being great <clears throat> in the pros. I don't know. He he looks to me like a college quarterback. He doesn't necessarily look like a pro. And I'm not trying to say that to like diminish him. It's just it's the fear of like Caleb and Drake to me are like locks. Like I think the I don't I don't think there's a way either of them are busts personally. Jaden oh, uh, could be You saying Caleb and Drake? Yeah. Jaden to me is kind of like how Anthony Richardson was in this last draft, where I think Anthony Richardson's like his ceiling is crazy. Like he could be, he could do everything you want on a football field, but his floor potentially either with injuries or just he's got obviously like mechanical issues, like he just doesn't have a consistent throwing motion. Um, like that shit could really fuck him up. Penix, it's injuries. Like Penix is he's lost two years already of his career to being hurt, and so it's like, do you want to go into, um, a rookie? who's already had a bunch of injury concerns and it's like, yeah, there's niggas like Joe Burrow who had the same shit. And, but Joe Burrow just ended up being one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he still gets hurt. Cause I'm not right now. I'm on tankathon and they only, they only got four of these niggas going. They don't have, um, what if I, they don't got Bo Nix going in the first round. That's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what the sports illustration. I mean, once you get past Denver, though, it is kind of like so. Like Minnesota, the Saints, and the Broncos. Once you get past them, and that should theoretically be the in the top fourteen. You're not these niggas wild, and I see one from January fifth now, and this is draft wire. And they got the Bears taking Jaden Daniels number one. He's getting a lot of. He's he's. These niggas First of all, it ain't no, it ain't no way we trading fields to go get that nigga. <sighs> Caleb Williams going number two, Marvin Harrison going number three to the Patriots, which is crazy. <laughs> Knowing y'all got Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi over there. Uh, Dallas Turner going number four to Arizona. Drake May going number five to the oh. Giants. 
Joe Alt to the Chargers. Here's one, and I don't I don't like this at all, but I understand why niggas would consider it. So they're saying, damn. So this is the trade scenario. They say this is probably one of the only trades the Bears would accept outright for the number one pick. Right? So it's it's with Denver. It's Denver's first this year, Denver's first next year, and Denver's second either this year or next year. And PS2 for the first pick. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll, we'll for sure take that. I mean, yeah, that, that, that our secondary be, I mean, our secondary would really be crazy. Yeah. They're saying that's their, because they got PS2 as one of like the, He's probably the only player, like with Montez Sweat on on, on the edge, and then, and if we and then I, I like our the lineman we I mean the defensive lineman that we drafted last year, uh, Zach Pickens and um, uh, 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 Gavon Dexter. I like I like both of them. Jay, we we resigned Jalen Johnson. We keep him. Uh, shit, we got Kyla Gordon. We got. Tyreek Stevenson. Yeah, we'll take it. Shout out to y'all. What you what you think? You saw <laughs> I just don't like trading a nigga who's clearly the best at his position. Like I just I just and I was a dude on draft night because we were I only we were uh only that was the one Tony and I did live. But <clears throat> I was sitting there and I was like, because I wanted Fields. And I remember because I wanted Haskins uh, two drafts ago. And I was just like, no, they got to take Fields. They realized they fucked up. They'd been through all these journeyman quarterbacks. I'm like, nigga, like, niggas had Joe Flacco. Niggas had Case Keenum. I was like, nah, you just, you need to start fresh, figure it out. And they had the ninth pick. Joe Flacco ain't looking too bad right now. (sighs) And I was like, they got to take Fields. Got to take Fields. Ninth pick come up. Denver goes up to draft. And I'm like, I'm waiting for, waiting for, and they like Patrick Satan, and I'm like, and I knew like coming out of college, like Satan was nice, and it wasn't like I was mad that I was mad. That was you weren't really upset about him being drafted. It was about like who y'all didn't draft. Correct. And this is this is my key apparently to being like this is how you know niggas gonna be great because go back 12 years ago, I was mad they drafted a nigga named Von Miller instead of Marcel Darius. I wanted Marcel Darius. Lo and behold, nigga for a while too, though. Yeah, yeah, but Vaughn was different. Miller was different. So I was like, maybe that's all I got to do. I just got to keep disliking draft picks, and then these niggas turn out to be superstars. So I don't <laughs> love the idea of trading PS2. He's obviously the best player on the team, and with that, like over the last couple of years, he's been like one of the few like bright spots. But if Caleb is generational, and you got to play, it, it is like the the amount of slander that that Justin Fields gets crazy because he's the he's. Like I would have to go through the Bears' history of quarterbacks, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks we had playing for this team. Like, that's like like put put him on the team, the playoff team that Mr. Bisky had. Like when we when we lost to the Eagles on the field, go like you know it, it's a lot of Bears teams he could have been on where everything else was in place, and all we were missing was a quarterback, and he he could have been a difference maker in those situations. Put him on like, the Oaks. Look at the Bears team when, well, yeah, that Super Bowl team when we had Rex Grossman. <laughs> like, like, so it's like it's it's so many of these teams that he could have been put on where the team up as a whole was better. And this is like, this is the worst team like 
And I mean, of course, it's gotten better as the season went on, but this is probably the worst team the Bears have had. Like when you talk about on both sides of the ball, like it's been a long, a lot of times where the Bears were great defensively and just were okay offensively and the defense carried like oh, yeah. the last couple of years and even the start this year, both sides of the ball were trash. <laughs> and like the defense has kind of picked it up and, and all of a sudden we start winning. And all of a sudden fields don't look that bad because the defense is playing good also. <laughs> and now the off the offense don't have to play perfect because the de- you know because like all right when the defense when the defense going out there like yeah these niggas gonna score <laughs> yeah wow. so it's like hey man that's right yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take that deal I just, I, I just see that'd be tough and I I would damn near and there's other guys like on Denver that I I really like like obviously Simmons is probably he's up there. I just don't know how much trade value Simmons has per se, just because the last I think Simmons is arguably the best safety in the league, but the last two safeties that have gotten traded, it's just hard to justify those deals. Like Jamal Adams started downplaying as soon as he got traded. Uh, Fitzpatrick to the Steelers started downplaying as soon as he got traded. The Chargers paid um, what's that nigga name? Um, Derwin James, and then he started playing like some shit. So it's like I think Simmons is great. I just don't think safety trade value right now is nearly as good as it could be. Um, it just sucks because you got 15. I like Simmons division. too, though, and especially considering that we're going to probably be needing the safety. Y'all can't have both. Um, no, I ain't, saying for, I ain't saying both, but I'm just saying, like, we would probably be at more of a need for safety than the, the corner. corner. And that's just depending on, like, how niggas view, like, the development of, like, Kyler Gordon and – uh. Tyreek Stevenson, like Tyreek Stevenson, that showed a lot of good flashes this year. Uh, See, I would do that, and and it sucks because like, and it's really an age thing. It's not a, a player performance thing. It's the fact Simmons mm-hmm. is twenty nine, and so yes, if you had to trade him and you potentially get Caleb Williams, that I could understand more. I don't have to throw another draft pick for that. Sertan's twenty. That's fine. So <laughs> fuck them draft picks. Sertan's twenty five. Yeah, like you're right. I don't like the Lakers. Facts. No, nah, I don't do that. I don't do that shit, doc. Hey, you know it's great, and I know them niggas got a title, so it sounds like Hayden. But if you look at the, if you look at organizationally, draft development, and even record, nigga, who's had a better record since Anthony Davis was traded? <laughs> who's won more games? Who's got more picks? Who's got a better roster? Just saying, just saying, nigga said, ah, they can't do shit right. Nigga said they can't do shit right. Who got the better roster? And y'all got roster rejects over there. Niggas told I I will never forget the day I went on Twitter. Niggas told me LeBron go unlock unlock Jackson Hayes. I nigga unlock that fucking 1982 fucking Mitsubishi. Like you go for it. Unlock that bitch. That bitch gonna get you a whole 10 miles. And what's it doing? Jackson Hayes with the post up Jose Alvarado. What do you got? If Bronny was like five years younger, LeBron would have retired by now. LeBron hate playing with these niggas, man. And like I don't even think, LeBron, I don't even think LeBron wants to play basketball no more. He just he 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 said however many years ago that he wanted to play with his son, and now he can't leave until he do it. So it's like now he 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 in a position now of trying to be a man of his word. Like LeBron, LeBron probably would have retired two years ago. And it's like now he he kind of at the point where it's like fuck, all right, I just said this shit, so now I got to just stick it out. And LeBron probably would have hung it up once he broke broke the record. That's it's and, and it sucks because like LeBron is still 
LeBron is obvious still good is obviously still really good and he has moments of still being great. But like this is why you can't rely on just numbers to tell like how good a nigga is because he's still averaging 25, 7, and 7. And for most niggas, that would be career years. But like you could tell this is easily the worst version of LeBron we've ever had. And like it's crazy that he's like it's it's obviously you're 21, and so no one's sitting there like no realistic person is sitting there gonna drag him for that, but it's like it might not be statistically as bad as some of like the other legends we've seen play, but it's like, man, this nigga is just like, cause you get your ass kicked every, cause they don't just lose. They lose in like 10, 15. Like they don't look competitive at times. Like, and Anthony Davis just look like, Anthony Davis put up stats too, but Anthony Davis who, don't who really top, look impactful. Who the, top, who the top team in the West right now? Uh, the Timberwolves. Oh, who the hell would have smacked? Who would have guessed it? Who, who would have guessed the Timberwolves was one of the best teams in the West? This nigga is such a Carl Anthony Towns fan. It's crazy. <laughs> See, now you lying. <laughs> you, you ain't never heard me say Carl Anthony Towns was that nigga. Shout out to Anthony Edwards. Man, man, man. And the Pelicans just smacked them. And that's with niggas being able to grab Zion and not, not get shit called. But everybody, get, everybody get lucky every once in a while. Come on, my nigga. And my nigga, they beat, they beat the shit out of them. Everybody, they, get, they, they, everybody, even Anthony Edwards, he said, Joe, he whooped my, they whooped our ass. All right, you last time you lose, son. Mm. Was that their first time meeting the season? Second, they won a one, <laughs> <laughs> but they not, nah, but they won though. They got it with like niggas was like injured, injured, and we ain't have Trey Murphy in that second game. The difference maker, nah, niggas, just I have Trey Murphy. I fuck with Trey Murphy. The, the Pelicans got the Pel. I said this beginning of the season. The Pelicans got a roster. Was this the game? What last week? Uh, yes, yeah, like three days ago. Yeah. I don't think it was this week. I think it was. I think it was Wednesday. Oh yeah, Wednesday. yeah. It looked like uh, what one one seventeen to one oh six. Yeah, and it really wasn't even that close, but it was cool. We let them score a little bit in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, one by eleven. It is wild because like the Pelicans are like. You wouldn't believe like the Pelicans think they have a best player because all these niggas get shot attempts. Like they keep showing like the shot attempts per team. And it's like, there's a difference between like everybody's one and two. And then the third option is usually like five or six shots behind. Nigga, CJ leads this team in shot attempts. Zion is third. And he's only got like two more shot attempts than like Jonas. Who, who leads the team in free throw attempts? Shit, I don't even know. Zion should, but I don't know. They don't call fouls for niggas. The rule of thumb is you allowed to beat the shit out of the Pelicans players, but they can't touch you. <laughs> These niggas just grab Zion. And it's it's like, it's so infuriating. And Willie finally got his first tech of the season. I was so happy. Nigga finally said, now they, dudes be intentionally trying to foul Zion. And they don't call shit. Like, niggas just grab his arm and it's like, I said I wasn't gonna do this. I said I wasn't gonna do this. I said I wasn't gonna do this. It's cool. All right, we, I gotta go anyway, my nigga. And we ain't even get to talk about the wrap up still. <laughs> we it's, did, we it's, it's, we'll talk about the wrap up next time, y'all. Man, look. So all I, I know is this nigga was talking shit to DJ. He was talking, he was letting DJ MV know. And he called Trick Daddy a crackhead. Shout out to the shout, shout out to Trick. I don't want to say that you're a part of the team, but we can find out. We still need to fill out some spots. <laughs> we're gonna fill that shit out. We gonna, I'm gonna make a 2024 board. We're gonna fill out the all coked out team. We already got some spots. I'm gonna fill that shit. We're gonna fill that out by the end of 2024. Hey man, with that, with that. 
as always, appreciate everybody for listening. At Itaco at ninety eighty at Wilbur underscore and VO at underscore HFN. RFL Network, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Check that TikTok out later. We'll, we'll find out. Man, they start quarterback for the Titans. We out. No, nah, I remember that shit now. Oh, we out. <laughs>